0: We are back for another episode of Sports with the Z and a T.I. Bryce Linsky alongside Taylor Lattimore. We are sponsored by John Stoat Supply in Troy, Mohawk, Honda, and Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. Another big uh, weekend of football, a disastrous weekend uh, (laughs) in the NFL. I guess it was a good weekend for Vegas, but not for our picks. a good Um, weekend for me. Well, not I mean,
1: not not really. Neither. No, of but us. I mean, but I mean, like I think all the ones, most of the ones that I picked, um, you also picked. And go wrong. Yeah, the only difference Should we had up was one, right? Eagles, Chargers. Uh, so yeah. uh, I'm a... So it was great reaping uh, for me. I mean, I, a, I gained one up sure, on you. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> up five games. And the Colts <laughs> one, the Colts did what they were supposed to. Do. I mean, he, they did what they were supposed to do. I mean, played the Jets. He, so. And they did what they were supposed to do. That's all I can ask. That's all I can ask. Don't lose the Jets, please, or else I'll – I don't know what I'll do. Quit. All
0: right, so Taylor got his win against the Jets. Um, college football playoff rankings are out. So let's jump right into it, Taylor. I, I mean, Michigan State got upset by Purdue. That was the big shakeup of the week. Wake Forest lost to North Carolina. Um, and Baylor lost to TCU – uh, Auburn lost to Texas A&M but other than that I, I mean a, a lot of a lot of chalk um, Georgia is still number one Bama is number two that stayed the same but because of the Michigan State loss Oregon slides up to three and Ohio State slides up to four and I, I mean that's about right Cincinnati is at five on the outside looking in we are still right on that I mean We we told you guys and barely beating Tulsa. I thought they were going to slide, honestly, (laughs) Um, nine and oh, and they barely beat Tulsa. I'm not exactly sure what the what the hype is over Cincinnati at this point. They're proving week in and week out that they just do not. (laughs) They do not deserve to be there. Um, Michigan is number six. Uh, Penn state hosts Michigan this week. And of course my Penn state Nittany lions are still not ranked. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. I don't get at it. At this point, of,
1: they're just doing it just to piss you off. Specifically,
0: Auburn, Auburn at 17 is six and three, Wisconsin, six and three at 18, Purdue six and three at 19. Uh, Utah uh, out of the Pac 12 is six and three. And Arkansas out of the sec is six and three at 25. Penn state six and three. They beat Wisconsin and Auburn, and Penn State's not right. Uh, that's okay. When we beat Michigan this week and really throw everybody a loop, we'll be ranked again. I have no yeah. doubt
1: about it. But
0: uh, let, let's It'll look. We'll be at safely
1: this. down at sixteen. Or
0: something. Um, <laughs> they'll be they'll be in the teens somewhere when they beat Michigan <laughs> this week. I am. not I, By the way, I have no doubt in my mind that we'll beat Michigan this week. I'm going to the yeah, game. It's going to put money cold, on it. But, uh, yeah, sure. I'll put money on it. Um, <laughs> actually Penn state is one and a half point favorites right now. If you're looking at the betting heads, so Vegas knows something that a lot of people don't. Um, I, I don't know, man, Beaver stadium. It's a- going to be a white out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan hasn't looked that great. Uh, so nope. I-, I mean, I'm not saying Penn state has the last couple of weeks, but they seem to have righted the ship against Maryland. And uh, of course they can still, um, make themselves known by beating Michigan and then later on Michigan State but let's look at the top 10 Taylor uh top four <sighs> is I mean it's right I have up. no I have no
1: complaints I have no I feel, complaints. I I no feel complaints. like it's starting to look how like I know that I've been quoted as saying this before that I thought that this was how it was gonna look but I mean I think back when I said that Georgia Alabama and Oregon were in the top three so I don't think mm-hmm. I was too wrong. I I think we we had Penn State in there at the time, and I thought that uh, Penn State would be able to do uh, more, and that, that yeah, maybe they this would be the year that they could be the, the Big Ten representative in the college football playoffs. Doesn't seem to look that way, but you know Ohio State's always the old faithful for that. Um, but I root for chaos, so I'm. I mean, I'm, I think, I would love for Penn State to beat Michigan and then beat Michigan State later on in the well. And that's State, just it. Right?
0: That's that's my biggest. That's my biggest reaction when I when I look at the top ten. I mean, you have Michigan and Michigan State right there at six and seven. So clearly, they value them equally, even though Michigan State lost to Purdue. Oklahoma is eight at nine. they were off. They had they were idle last week, so they didn't move. Notre Dame is nine, and Oklahoma State is at ten. But my immediate reaction is the Big Ten is in for a wild three weeks uh, when it comes Ugh, to deciding this sweet. college football plan. Ohio State is um, going
1: through the ringer. It I makes, mean, uh, can be a ringer for the for uh, for the Big Ten.
0: If you look at Ohio State, they have to play three straight ranked opponents. Yeah. Um and, and that would be Purdue, Michigan State and Michigan. They got to uh, prove
1: that they should be there in the, in that, that fourth spot because if I mean, these three games you win all three convincingly, then sure, fine.
0: You belong And there. then you 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 would think Michigan I mean, at this point Michigan really does control its own destiny. Um not not I I shouldn't say that because Michigan State beat on Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Uh, controls their own destiny still, but Michigan still plays Ohio state. They still play Penn state this weekend. So two big games there, Michigan state still has to play Penn state and Ohio state and Ohio state Mm -hmm. obviously still has to play Michigan and Michigan state. So uh, I mean, it's going to be a wild next three weeks. Um, And and you, you look at the top three, Ohio state, Michigan, Michigan state, that's all going to settle itself out, but the concern still remains. Are they going to beat each other up? I, I, personally think Ohio state is starting to assert themselves. Um, yeah. it, the question was never offensively. The offense has been good, but the defense has been even better now.
1: So, so far that, cry that's, from what they were early in the season when they were allowing like 200 yards exactly. rushing on
0: average. Exactly. So the, I mean, Ohio state's gotten better. I, I would be surprised if they don't find themselves in the big 10 championship game. Uh, and they're going to play at this point, Purdue or Wisconsin, uh, and our or iowa and not none of them are really overwhelming in my opinion the big 10 east is loaded and that, and penn state kind of fell victim to that but when you look at the rest of the big 10 I, I or the rest of the top 10 i should say um obviously the conversation is still with cincinnati right it's it needs help but it, i guess you could say it has a path the reality is that cincinnati moved up to five thanks to Michigan state's loss. It was not because they did anything to help their cause against Tulsa, because um, th- that was a one win team that they barely beat. Uh, in addition to finishing as AAC champion, Cincinnati needs at least two of three scenarios. I think really to unfold a two loss Bama team that is beaten mm. convincingly in the sec championship. So, Probably not likely, right? I mean, they'll probably no. lose to Georgia, but but th- that's going to be a good game. And you're hoping for a two-loss Pac-12 champion or a two-loss Big 12 champion. Cincinnati really needs Georgia to beat Bama. It, like, you need to assume Georgia just goes out and wins out. You would need jo- Bama to convincingly beat... Um, I, I mean, well, no, Georgia to convincingly beat Bama uh, in the SEC championship game to make them uh, two-loss. But even then, like... I think the committee loves the sec so much and they love Bama so much that I don't know what would it, it would take to convince them to not include Bama if that's the only other loss that they have. Um, then you're looking at Oregon to lose again or have three loss Utah win in the championship game because it seems highly unlikely a two loss Pac 12 will make it to the semifinals. I think the committee has been clear that they don't value the Pac 12 like they have the other top conferences like the Big Ten, the SEC, and even the Big 12. So, I think those are really your two scenarios that if you're Cincinnati, you need help because you're not doing yourself any favors uh, struggling against these weak AAC teams like Tulsa. I, I mean, look, Tulsa, ha- I mean, Tulsa could have won that game. If they didn't fumble into the end zone, uh, we might uh, Cincinnati could have lost to Tulsa and find themselves out of the top 25 because of how bad of a loss that would be.
1: Yeah. And I think laying out all those scenarios, I, Georgia's, I think, a lock for sure. And I also think Bama is because I don't even think – it like if Georgia comes out and destroys Bama, like it would have to be like – I don't even – like 40 to 7. Like I, I – I don't see any scenario where the they wouldn't even then like but even then like you, you take so much you want to see them like have the you rematch take,
0: and... but you take so much stock into how good Georgia is. I don't know if that's yeah. gonna be more of a knock on Bama or more of a compliment of how good Georgia
1: is. I think it would just year. be I a don't... compliment of Georgia. I think that's really how it would fall. And then Oregon, obviously, if Oregon loses at some point, that would probably be the best way for Cincinnati to get in. Um, but you think a top uh Big Ten team is going whichever one it happens to be i think the big 10 champion guaranteed. is
0: gonna i think the big 10 champion goes
1: uh it, first off i think
0: it's gonna be ohio state and i don't see ohio what? state losing I'm, another game i don't it's see
1: either but what if ohio state loses another game like one of they'll these take a two-loss
0: big 10 they'll take a two-loss big 10 champion what if
1: ohio state wins two, loses two of these games
0: well, then they wouldn't be in the big state 10 championship. Michigan yeah, would exactly. be probably at that. So, I, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like a big 10 yeah. champion is going to be in because if Ohio state stumbles, that means Michigan did well or Michigan state rebounded. I don't, I think Michigan state by far is the weakest of the three. I wouldn't be surprised if not only do they lose to Ohio state badly, but the last game of the year, Penn state goes to Michigan state. Like I haven't been convinced by Michigan state really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not convinced by Michigan either. I think Ohio State's no. far in between the better, and we've had our reservations about those two teams all
1: year. Um, I mean, I, if we were honest with ourselves, we definitely. Well, I mean, obviously your your heart is with Penn State, but like sure. if, if you're but being honest, like it's, it's th- Ohio State. But but, but
0: but but there's a reason. Like you're looking at Michigan and their underdogs going to unranked Penn State. I mean, it, Penn State's yeah. not your typical unranked game, but that, that speaks volume that typically the number six team in the nation going on the road against an unranked team would be favorite, right? I, I mean, yeah. that's just – that, that, that kind of shows you the doubt in what Michigan has shown people, but they're coming out of the Big Ten, right? So if they do yeah. what they're supposed to do and they do win these games, you can't, you can't knock them. You have to put them in. So it, it's going to be interesting to see. We have a lot of big games this week um, starting right off at noon. Uh, Taylor, with the Michigan-Penn State game at Beaver Stadium. I will be there. It's going to be fun. I- I'm a little disappointed that the stakes aren't higher for Penn State, but um, nonetheless, yeah. we'll we'll spoil the party for Michigan. Um, outside of that, Oklahoma and Baylor have a big 8-13 and matchup at 12 o'clock as well. Uh, obviously, I-, I don't think Baylor really has a realistic shot their two loss big 12 team, but they could certainly ruin Oklahoma's chances for sure. Because I think the committee keeping them at eight is saying, okay, this is your week. This is your week to prove yourselves on the road at number 13 Baylor. This is the week that we've been waiting for because Oklahoma hasn't really played anybody yet, but two of their next three games, Baylor and Oklahoma state, Oklahoma has a shot to really assert themselves as a team for the committee to consider in the top four
1: yeah because you you gotta look at it like so we we the big 10 championship champion is probably going to be in yes and then and then we assume bama and georgia are locks pretty much and then you keep an eye on oregon and And oklahoma it's oregon Oregon and it and it's oklahoma if oklahoma wins against baylor convincingly then then that's where it's like okay well uh, well, or do you like oregon well
0: and and that's just it so if that scenario plays out so we love the hypothetical game we do it every week so let's let's put the, the- theoretical the out there <laughs> georgia goes undefeated i mean that's the expectation right so they yep. beat bama in the sec championship let's just uh, for let's just for sake of conversation cuz i highly doubt it's going to be a blowout let's just say bama loses to georgia but it's a close game so yep. bama is not an sec champion two lost team out of the sec great so you have georgia at one bama still around Let's say Ohio State is a one-loss Big Ten champion. Okay, great, Mm -hmm. they're in. Oregon is a one-loss Pac-12 champion. Great, they're in. Oklahoma goes undefeated, wins the the pac 12. You have a 13 and likely a top 10 win. I mean, you got to exclude Bama at that point. You have to. I mean, you have to, you have four big, tw- you have four conference champions, four of the power five conferences as champions. You cannot tell yeah. me you're going to put Bama in over one of them. You can't, you just can't. Yeah. I mean, now
1: that you, lay I don't like even that, forget about the conversation about Cincinnati.
0: Like I mean, don't even think about Cincinnati. If that scenario happens, cause yeah, it, it, it ain't
1: happening. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I guess, I guess that would be, uh, but like it, it would be so hard if I, if I were a committee member, there's no way I'm taking Bama out. Like under any circumstances. i have taken Bama it, out of that scenario any...
0: plays. I'm taking Bama out. I'm sorry. At some point, the but Bama like, bias like, got to stop. It's
1: supp- but it's supposed to be the four best teams. Do you really think that Alabama would not win against Oklahoma or, or Oregon? <sighs> yeah. I, I, if, I mean, I if mean if Oregon. Feel- look,
0: look. Or look. Uh, you, you can't you, – I mean, you can put that, but you can't play that theoretical. We could play it because that's what we do. No, we play but, these. But,
1: but, but isn't the college football top four supposed to be the top four teams, top the, four best, teams, the top best, best four top teams, teams but, regardless but they, of <coughs> conference or anything? But they, but they value the conference championships.
0: So if you have an Oklahoma team that has two top 15 wins on their resume – a conference championship, and they're undefeated. I mean, the Big Twelve. We shit on the Big Twelve a lot, but it's still the Big Twelve. You have Ohio State, one loss, Big Ten. In my opinion, the toughest conference out there is the Big Ten. Ohio State becomes a one-loss champion out there, and you have Oregon, who has only one loss. You're allowed a loss. How did they rebound? They've rebounded well. They have an. Road victory at Ohio State. Who else you have in the college football playoff? But I'm looking at an Alabama team that lost to Texas A&M, who might not even, by by the time this decision has to be made, who knows where Texas A&M is. I I mean, they're not anything convincing. And then you lose to Georgia. You don't have the conference championship. You have two losses. I'm looking at two undefeated teams. I'm looking at two one-loss Power Five conference championships.
1: No, I'm not putting Bama in. I can't. No. I mean, no, it, it make you're making all the sense in the world. I, it's just I know I like, am, but like when it comes down to it, I still believe that Alabama would be the better team out of that scenario.
0: And sure, they may well be, but I mean, they lost two games. They're not a conference champion, and I'm looking at conference champ. Look, yeah, but the, uh, the no, committee. One of the games are would be
1: against literally like the far and away the best team. Uh, this year so it's like i don't even count that when especially if it's close like what if it's a one uh, or not maybe not one but like within three like a a three-point spread and alabama covers against georgia like that's no i'm sorry there's no
0: i I mean georgia i mean you can still play a good team close that doesn't mean I, I, i i don't know that's just a rabbit hole that I don't think the committee is going to go down to. I mean, they value conference chat. They, they clearly state year after year that they value the conference championship uh, and they do. And and you've seen it in the past couple of years and they really started doing this after the outroar of not including Penn state uh, the year. And I'm, I will never forgive them for it. But in 2016, <laughs> when they didn't put Penn state as a two loss big 10 champion and in, instead they went and, put in Ohio State who didn't even go to the conference. I mean, even even Urban Meyer that year, as the head coach of Ohio State, said the conference champion of the Big Ten deserves to make it, and they didn't throw him in. But that's... I'm not going there. I'm, I'm not doing it. The point is if you have what I just rolled out versus an now Al- two loss Alabama team that doesn't even have a conference championship to the resume, I'm I'm sorry. It, it can't happen. Um, I'm not look, Bama still controls its own destiny. I mean, they could go and beat Georgia. Now, if they go and beat Georgia, both teams are going into the college football playoff. I mean, that yeah. that, that then then you have a real conversation, right? Because you will have Bama in Georgia, and then one of these conference champions will miss it. I think it would be Oklahoma, but you have Ohio State, Oregon, and Oklahoma, then, well, one of them if, would
1: have to go. If Alabama goes and beats Georgia, then wouldn't the same logic apply that you'd have to just. No, because Georgia's Georgia? a one. No,
0: because Georgia, see, now it's a one loss team has been the best team in the nation by far. You made it to the SEC championship game. You lost. You're not going to take the number one team that you believe that was the number one team all year, and if they lose a close game to Alabama in the conference championship, no, you're going to see both of them in the college football playoff. You're going to have to have the conversation, and based on these rankings where Ohio State, Oregon, and Oklahoma are, Oklahoma would be the team out. I mean, that's how I'm reading it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess so. We got a uh, lot of college football left, and it's going to be fun every week. It's just got three weeks left, closer and closer. Got three and weeks left, and, and I and love blood. the drama.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's drama every year, and, and this this conversation gets so stressful and can get so heated. Expand the college football playoff. I mean, I, that's all I could say. I mean, <laughs> then you would have Cincinnati in. You, would, you wouldn't you would have to worry about one of these conference champions go. You could have your Bama in if you really want them in. You, you could have a second Big Ten team if Michigan misses out or Michigan State misses out, and they're right on the cusp. I, I mean, that's what the college football expansion – should be about and i i mean it's coming it's just two more years away uh before we go sadly sadly uh but before we go to the nfl because we do have a lot to get to and i don't i don't want to drag this episode out terribly long we we do have other things to do with our lives sorry to our listeners no we don't um, no, we, don't. We're here we have no guys. we have no lives at all um <laughs> I want to mention Mohawk Honda because it is getting cold. Thanksgiving is it's Thanksgiving. It's two weeks away. Taylor um, oh fall is officially Yeah, I know it fall is officially. <laughs> I know fall is officially here. And that means changes may be coming to your home. Does your furnace need to be replaced or are you looking for an upgrade for your heating system? Let me tell you, it might be mild this week, but by this weekend, you're going to be wanting those things to be working. Uh, it's going to be damn cold. And Johnstone Supply in Troy can make sure your home is heated properly for this cold weather that is on the way. A family-owned and operated business, Johnstone Supply in Troy has been helping upstate New York residents for decades. Visit their store on 6th Ave down in Troy for more information on how they can help you this fall, whether it's finding that proper change for your filters or making sure your home is heated properly to the new weather johnstone supply and troy staff can help you answer any questions you may have from george to tom and many more of the awesome staff they have there they're looking forward to see you go follow them on facebook or call them today at 518-272-5922 that is johnstone supply in troy and i know uh you know Johnstone supply has a big uh has a big input into our fantasy football league. And uh, that is start, believe it or not, fantasy season is starting to dwindle down as well. It's the kind of the push for the playoffs at this point, trade deadlines in two weeks. Uh Playoff push is alive. I'm the number two seed right now. I'm gunning, I'm gunning for that top seed. And I,
1: I see a clear path. So yeah, well, gunning we, for that top seed, let's, let's get it. Hopefully Christian McCaffrey, uh, is feeling much better and can start mm. putting up like twenty a game again, and then maybe I can make a push for the playoffs. He, but he put up, he put uh, up close to twenty last week. Yeah, I think it was like in our league, it was like twelve. I think.
0: No, it was like sixteen. Okay. He did. He, yeah, McCaffrey got a lot of garbage time. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. I I
1: have McCaffrey in another league as well. Um, no, he's a, only twelve in our league. And our Godzilla immediately, I don't know what the scoring is. Or oh, maybe I, I don't know for half point PBR instead of full, but I'm either half way, point,
0: yeah, I had six. Maybe there was a bonus that he got. There must, must the bonus.
1: I mean, he had 52 yards re- rushing and 54 yards receiving, but no touchdowns. So he, he didn't make it in the end zone. Okay. All
0: right. It's well, no, no, it's not. Um, week nine was a little nutty. Um, and by a little nutty it was very nutty. Uh it was a great weekend for Vegas. Uh that this this was the type of week at why Vegas is Vegas, right? I, I mean a lot of underdogs and a lot mm-hmm. a lot of surprises. Um you were 8 and 6 Taylor. I was 7 and 7. Uh that it was by far our combined <laughs> worst week uh, yeah. so far to yeah, date by I am five games ahead of you at 89-47, you're 84-52. We're not going to really – I mean, you can if you want. Um, I don't think there's really much to talk about uh, with it, but the Colts manhandled the Jets. Mike White got hurt. Josh Johnson was in, and you all saw the final score. Um, It was a lot closer uh, than – than what the game actually was. Uh, that was garbage time. Jonathan Taylor uh, was very impressive. The Colts yes. defense gave up 30 points on 486 yards, so that's a little concerning. But again, a lot of it was garbage time. The Colts yeah. dropped. I mean, good win by the Colts. They play the Jaguars. They should do about the same thing.
1: Hopefully, hopefully. All I can say about this game is that with uh, Derrick Henry out and Chris McCaffrey, you know, in flux, I'll say. Uh, Jonathan Taylor looks like, you know, one of the top backs in the league. He's doing work.
0: I will raise you an Alvin Kamara on that and a Dalvin Cook right, well, on that. He's
1: going to probably win the rushing title if uh, Derrick Henry doesn't come back. Well,
0: that's because you don't have a quarterback
1: that you can trust throw the football. I'm, I'm
0: done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? sorry, sorry.
1: <laughs> he did fine against the Jets.
0: Yes, he did. I, I could do fine against the Jets Taylor.
1: Um <laughs> I'd like to see I mean, that. I'd like to see I, you try I, it. I, the only
0: the only person that couldn't is apparently Joe Burrow. I, I don't <laughs> get it. I'm not I'm still not salty about it at all. Um yeah. New England beat Carolina 24-6. Sam Darnold looks completely inadequate as an NFL quarterback. Uh he is now out for four to six weeks with a fractured shoulder. PJ Walker um is probably going to start for uh, the foreseeable future and possibly the rest of the year because Darnold looked that bad um Panthers are a nightmare at least you finally stopped picking them we both picked <laughs> in England and move on from there uh the Giants I don't
1: dictate their season y- yeah they there you go you want to want to pick against them uh
0: I think the Raiders have hit the point of enough is enough um they lost to the Giants. I, I think mm. you can only lose so many pieces before <laughs> your season uh falls <laughs> apart between Henry Ruggs and uh um their other uh corner. I, I don't even I've I his, name. his name. Yeah, but the one that went on TikTok threatening to kill <laughs> people with his machine guns. Um yep. it's been a been a banner year for uh, the Raiders, um, and
1: uh, they lost to the Giants uh, this past and weekend. You know,
0: don't forget him. Bro, that, of course, yeah, we all know about John Gruden. So, um, <laughs> not much to talk about on that one. We're not going to get to it. Uh, Denver, Denver, Taylor. Now, uh, I mean, my my smile, my little my little Grinch hair started to curl on this one. <laughs> uh, Denver beat the Dallas Cowboys, and look, Denver's not a good football team. No, Dallas just didn't show up. (laughs) Dallas just did not show up. And, and I, it's, it's almost fair to wonder like, is the second half collapse that we see annually from the Dallas Cowboys? Have we hit it? I, I think we're on the verge of a decline with Dallas because Mike McCarthy is just not a good head coach. Uh, their defense is shit. You see what happens when they can't force turnovers and the offense looked stagnant. Like, I get the offense will fix itself. It's one of the most explosive offenses in football. But you kind of saw what you can do against Dallas to get them out of their rhythm and out of their funk. Um, play smart football, run the football, and uh, keep away, you know, Quadri Diggs from making any plays and forcing this defense to get to the backfield. And uh, it's a whole different ball game. Denver outplayed, and, and until, like... Five minutes left it was a shutout for for denver
1: yeah the best part about this game was i was uh actually at uh buffalo wobblings um just chilling watching with a couple people and i was actually watching with a uh cowboys fan and just like the despair coming off of him was just palpable um it was it was real funny to watch because i don't care so i was just like oh Wow, like this is weird. Like, why why is Denver all of a sudden playing well against uh the cowboys? But I don't I don't know what, what it was. Dak just looked kind of out of sorts. He was just not making yeah, great missed, throws. Missed and, uh and, missed the Vikings game two
0: weeks ago, so maybe it, yeah, you know, this wasn't lingering this guy. Something yeah.
1: something up with that. So I don't take too much into it. Um, but also I mean Quandre Diggs is he, he's not that great. He he was opportunistic in the beginning of the year. Not to say he's a bad corner but he can definitely get burned. He got burned a couple times in that game um, for touchdowns. So, I mean, you know.
0: Yeah. He's not and, MC, just no, like no. pump the brakes. Court, courtless and Jerry Judy uh, did what they wanted to do. Even let's the, just put it that way. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, and Javante Williams it was up
0: out of the backfield. Oh, Tim Patrick. That's right. Yeah, yeah Tim Patrick, Patrick.
1: Patrick was burning him. But burned him for a touchdown. Burned him for his only touchdown. Uh, let, shooting, let's but, let's yeah. look at
0: Taylor, uh, I, I, you know, I think it's time to press the panic button out in Western New York. Oh uh, yeah, uh, just like, a little. That was bit. the weirdest game, weirdest uh, game of the week. Um, the uh, fighting Urban Meyer Handies beat the <laughs> Buffalo Bills nine to six. If you reverse <laughs> it, it makes a whole lot more sense. Um, <laughs> like I like this. This just made no sense. Uh, Jaguars, I, look, they're they're just a bad football team either way slice it but on top of that they were missing cam robinson who's their best offensive lineman their left tackle they were missing james robinson who's like the only comparable offensive piece they have um josh allen on the <laughs> defensive side of the ball the defensive and josh allen made the quarterback josh allen's life a living hell um i i, I look <laughs> when you look at buffalo their wins are not that impressive, Taylor. You, they, they've beaten Miami. They, they've, they've beaten the Jets. They, they've beaten. They, they don't have a win over a team that's over five hundred.
1: No, and a bit. Th-
0: th- this is a team that, like, look, they're they're missing the magic that made them so fun to watch last year. I mean, Josh Allen. I, I'm sorry, you, you're allowed to have bad games, but against Jacksonville, um,
1: <laughs> ah,
0: look. It, I mean, this was ugly. The Bills lost to the one and six Jaguars. That's the worst team in football outside of Detroit and Houston. Um, The offense is officially an issue. They can't run the football for shit. Um, What's going to happen when they come? I mean, God forbid. I mean, look, the Patriots are breathing down their neck. Uh, They're Mm -hmm. a half game out of first place behind Buffalo. If Buffalo doesn't fix this quick, New England's playing better football. um, And Buffalo can't run the ball. And what happens if you make the playoffs? And it's cold. You can't run the football. You're not going to win many football games. Uh, this is the, the, it's it's panic time out in Buffalo.
1: Yeah, if the Bills look like this in two weeks when the Colts play, and we might have a chance of uh, taking that game. But it, I, it was the weirdest thing. It was it was actually on I think the biggest screen that I was watching at Buffalo Wild Wings, um, and it I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. Basically, no, nobody I, could. Nobody. I, I don't could. know. I don't know if. I don't really think it's that we're underrating the Jaguars defense and they just had like a good game like Josh Allen. Josh the, Allen had a good game, the, but I mean, the this end, is, this he is had a, a great team, game. This is a team
0: that lacks talent in many, many positions.
1: Yeah. And you can obviously see that their offense team. because the, the the score was nine to six. Their offense is still crap. Like we 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 know that they can't really move the football. So it just came down to the fact that the Bills just couldn't do any like throw after throw, going into the dirt, going out of bounds, going over the heads of receivers, having to run or getting sacked. Allen just Josh Allen, the Bills, Josh Allen just had a, a bad game. And maybe it's just an aberration, but I mean, so I mean, the Titans lost, uh, they were so close to winning it. It was a fourth down away from a, a win there. So, but, um, well, so the
0: Bill, uh, to your point, the Bills, you know, went into the, I mean, look, until. The final seconds went off. The Bills could have won that game. Uh, Josh Allen was two of nine in the fourth quarter for nine yards, had an interception, had three sacks and two scrambles. He threw two interceptions, his first multi-interception game of the year. Um, This is a team in the past two games, Taylor, they're averaging 16 points. This is not a good football team right now, and they got to fix it before the Patriots pass them. And, and then look in the rear view mirror and say, bye bye for the rest of the year. Uh, yeah. Th- it's that, it's that time in Buffalo, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that um, and what they have coming up here in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, the other surprising game, I, I, I mean, Odell Beckham junior lists, Cleveland puts up 41 points against the Bengals. I mean, we both picked Cincinnati to bounce back. Yeah. It, it's another team like Cincinnati came out storming hot. We were ready to pin them as one of the top teams in the AFC they yep. proceed to get absolutely, uh, I mean, outplayed by the Jets and cost us all. Bengals the, gonna bangle. Are the Bengals are going to bangle. And then you get smacked by Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland putting up 41 points uh, is kind of unfathomable. Baker Mayfield looked like the next Tom Brady out there all of a sudden without o- OBJ out there, and I can't imagine that's what it
1: did. But uh, Cleveland game to play in Cincinnati, that defense did not. No, I, I it, and it also really confuses me. I don't understand it. Why, when you take Odell off, it's not like Odell was really even, like, causing drama. Not like he did in, in uh, New York. It's not like he was – we were hearing no. stories about him whining all the time or him headbucking. He really – he's really been like, quiet to the media. He was doing nothing. He was mm-hmm. doing nothing. And, like, he's just there. And for some reason that just, like, mentally – like has a thing for baker i don't I don't know what happens you take him out and all of a sudden they look amazing and he or uh uh he looks baker
0: look good yeah baker yeah, looked, baker good. looked and, good and then and, and coaches Pretty said good. last year after the obj uh injury last year he starts running right. out the ball more and and yeah. was a different quarterback so i don't understand it. i don't I understand, don't, <laughs> I don't understand no either because i love obj on my football team um by the way obj has narrowed it down to four teams the saints packers chiefs and uh oh there's shoot there's one more team
1: packers oh i always heard those three
0: no there's a fourth team saints packers chiefs i don't know Uh, eagles (laughs) you hope (laughs) i wish um Falcons beat the saints and Trevor Simeon, not really much to talk about there. The Texans and the dolphins played dolphins come out on top against the little sisters of the poor versus the little sisters of the poor. Um, the Vikings and the Ravens look, the Vikings made it a close game. The Ravens did what they did. Lamar Jackson was heroic and had one of the best games and is becoming one of the faces and one of the top candidates to win MVP this year. In my opinion, he has my MVP vote right now. Um yeah. Eagles Chargers Taylor, uh, Eagles had a, look. Eagles had that game at one point. All they needed was really a defensive stop. I think it was Jalen Hurt, one of Jalen Hurts' best games um, mm-hmm. as an Eagles quarterback. I'm not saying you know I'm not gonna sit here and say he is the Eagles quarterback. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but. Uh look, this is a team that found its offensive identity in the Eagles. They dominated on the ground for a second straight week. They had 176 yep. yards. Offense looked good. They just needed that final stop and they couldn't stop Justin Herbert, who rebounded 32 of 38, 356 yards, two touchdowns. Uh the defense is a bit of a problem right now. They hunt, but the they hunt tough with a decent opponent. The Eagles have one of the easiest closing schedules in the NFL, um, and they are a game out of wild card contention for that seven spot. A win next week against Denver would provide much needed confidence for the stretch run. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to make the playoffs, but they have a chance. They they're one game out. Uh, Carolina is You're holding on to that last spot. Uh, if Carolina is holding on to that spot, oh, you got the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles have a chance. Okay, so. Uh, I feel okay like look the Chargers rebounded they're one of the better teams in the AFC we know what they do they look good on offense uh Justin Herbert looked better bounced back um Keenan Allen was unbelievable and really, just spraying the ball around. The offense was good, but the Eagles need to fix some things on defense for sure because uh, it's been bad. The, uh, he became Herbert became the fifth quarterback this season to complete eighty percent or more of his passes against the Eagles with minimum twenty five attempts. Uh, this is a defense that is charming. Cover two soft. Uh, they they it's just <laughs> it's just unbelievable how soft this. Uh, it, it, I blame the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. They have the personnel. It's just been a bad game plan week in and week out. You cannot allow these quarterbacks to just take what what is given each week without blitzing, and that's what they, they do not adjust. It's very frustrating to watch because they've been in some games that they could have easily won, like this past week. If the defense got one last stand, they didn't, and uh, the Chargers kicked the last-second field goal to win.
1: Yeah. uh, And I I think it is encouraging, at least um, if you're going to take anything away from a loss, is the fact that I I do think that the Eagles are really starting to come into their own offensively and Mm -hmm. learning that game plan because you're not trying to force Hurts to throw it deep down the field all the time. He doesn't have to. You got to mix in a ton of rushing, like a ton. Uh, and it's so a wonder that they didn't do this when they had Miles Sanders. But um, they will—they will—in a week when he's back. I, I hope. Hopefully, hopefully yes. Uh, wouldn't it be just funny if he comes back and they just abandon I, the run again? I, I, I would scream. I will scream. But it, yeah, it, you're, you're use use Hurts for what he's good at, which is running the football, as well as making some throws when he has to, um, and not forcing him to stand in the pocket and make throws deep downfield outside the numbers like that's just not who he is um which kind of sucks for all the Devonte davante smith owners because he doesn't get had a great game had his best game of drama. the year like, he did have a great and i benched him because he was bad up until that point oh that's your that's, fault. that's what happened how was i supposed to know every game he's been awful he's, the off- i think his best game was nine points like uh, four weeks ago
0: sirianni said well, they want to get Devonte more more involved
1: Man, yeah, and they, they also could. said they want to run the ball more and then the next And they are. They like three times. But now they are, yeah. And now I'm going to start DeVonta Smith and you know what? He's going to put up 5 points. Well, they
0: play uh Denver, we'll we'll talk about, it, but they play a Denver defense without Pat Surtain, so we'll we'll see. Um yeah, the the Cardinals with Colt McCoy beat San Francisco. So <laughs> I so in fantasy in one of my leagues like I saw Kyler and Ho- and Hopkins were going to be out, and San Francisco's defense was a free agent. So I'm like, oh, great, perfect. I'm gonna I'm no, gonna no, ride no. <laughs> minus one point, thirty one points gets Colt McCoy. Oh, my God,
1: I- yes. But Cardinals like, didn't have their quarterback, and you know what they did? They're like, fine, we'll just run the ball, and they did. And, and San Francisco James Connor
0: had a great game. San Francisco is not a good football team. Also, yeah, they're, no, they're, they're just not. not. Also, uh, Kansas City continues.
1: Kansas City's in
0: trouble, man. That oh my offer, God. they are in Ridiculous. some uh, heap of trouble. Um, luckily, they faced Jordan Love. Uh, I don't think the Packers need to worry about deciding yeah. between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. I think that that is quite <laughs> how, clear. How
1: bad? How bad would the score have been if Aaron Rodgers had played? Oh, the Packers would have smacked them. That game like would have been like forty to forty to thirteen.
0: <laughs> i mean the fact Ridiculous. that they put 13 the patrick mahomes led chiefs put
1: 13 they, points they, up on the packers they limped when... limped to 13 points. like it barely get to 13 points so many four three and outs just like get the ball okay you stop jordan love cool get the ball three and out and it's like what is happening well i know what's happening is what's happening is that teams are not giving up that like the deep ball to them and so like they're just daring mm. them to run the ball and like you know, dink and dunk down the field and they right. just refuse to, because they're not built for that. That's not how they play. They play to take the top off your defense. And if you can contain that, then, you know, they have to learn. This is going to be a brutal season for Mahomes If he can't learn how to do that.
0: I, I, look, I think, alre- I think it already, I think it already is. Um, he is brutal
1: already. Yes. But uh,
0: the, the Rams lost to the Titans in a stunner without Derrick Henry. And we got that wrong. The Rams look bad, man. They, 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 <sighs> I the this just past week was so weird. I mean, look, I mean, credit Tennessee to the Titans
1: really good. Credit though, to the Titans, I mean, I hate he, to say. they
0: cop uh uh I mean they found a different way to win. Not just giving the ball to Derrick Henry and watching him bulldoze over people, which is always fun to watch and a great game plan, but they had to cook <laughs> something else up. They brought in AP. They they rotated him, Dante Foreman and uh Jeremy McNichols and Tannehill did enough. I mean, the and the defense continued the defense to generate turnovers. Good. I mean, Stafford they had Stafford looking like Jared Goff all night. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, cr- credit credit to the Titans. I mean, good for them. And and I think that's a win, Taylor. That kind of puts the dagger in the Colts' chances to win the division. I'm just gonna throw oh, that no no
1: the the game where we ha- we could have beat them and we didn't was the dagger. It didn't matter what happened after that. There was no way the Titans were giving up the division right. after that um unless like their offense couldn't do anything uh without derrick henry but their offense is doing enough and their defense is really just playing out of their minds like this titans defense is very good uh, they make they made stafford so uncomfortable all night long uh it, it was it was impressive um and yeah no the the, the titans had a stranglehold since they won that game that our, our only chance was that game right there because we lost early on in the season to him. But and then I'm uh, hoping maybe we can claw back up to a wild uh wild card spot. And then uh
0: Pittsburgh beat Chicago. I mean it was a good game, but uh um, it was
1: very good. Uh no, some bad penalties, bad penalties.
0: Uh yeah, the and no quits. We, we the ref throwing the flag when the player it was, was trying to uh, that was just horrible. That that was just... I hate
1: the taunting penalties in general. I think we've talked about this before. It's just yeah, it's the ta- just let him play
0: taunting is not i, I mean not is, saying anything or like no. like doing half of them insane. is them like signaling for a first down it's 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 really yeah it's, exactly it's just really really bad yeah um, i don't like it before we head to week 10 taylor i do want to remind our friends about uh the current supply and demand challenges within the auto industry which makes this truly a perfect time for you to get top dollar for your vehicle and right now at mohawk honda You could take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. They will put cash in your hand for your vehicle the exact same day you come in, even if you don't buy from them, which is a pretty sweet deal, especially for all you college grads out there or students in need of a new ride or some extra cash. This is definitely an avenue for you to look into. Mohawk Honda has consistently kept their lot fully stocked with hundreds of pre-owned vehicles and their large inventory makes shopping fun. As you browse through the many makes and models to choose from, you can also check out their full selection online. So say you can't go in to the store that day, or you want to do your research before you go, you can do that as well. Stop in and say hi to Greg Johnson, the assistant general manager, or Jake hot sauce Doyle, or Louie, the VIP man Morales, or one of the many other helpful sales consultants there at Mohawk Honda. There is a vast selection of Honda certified pre-owned vehicles. So now is the time to take advantage of that Cali Blue Book is a cash offer I've been telling you about Mohawk Honda in Glenville, where they always go out of their way to please you. Taylor, let's hope for a better week. Uh Picking them, huh? Let, let, let's yeah. let's let's try to turn this thing so. around. let's turn this thing around and let's start with the Thursday night football game. Baltimore, who tur- has turned things around. Lamar looks on <laughs> un- uh, of like the MVP favorite right now, in my opinion. Head down to Miami to face Jacoby Brissett and the Miami Dolphins. Tua is officially out once again this week. Uh, and you know you're here in the show on Thursday, so tonight. Baltimore and Miami, I don't think there's much to say about this. Baltimore is just feeling themselves right now, and Miami is one of the worst teams in football. I'm going to go Baltimore.
1: Yeah, I'm also going to go Baltimore. If Miami wins this, it'll be the start of another long week of weird-ass games.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, well, it is Thursday night. A lot of weird things happen on Thursday night. Now, now this next game, Taylor. Nothing I, mean, I, me this I, 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 I I, would say should be an easy win. However, after losing to Jacksonville, anything goes. Buffalo heads to the Meadowlands to take on the Jets, who are going to have Mike White back, presumably. However, it's still the Jets. Um, I can't can't imagine the Bills go back-to-back losses to Jacksonville and New York. If that happens, oh my goodness, we're going to have a conversation next week. I can assure you that. But at this point in time I'm going to give Buffalo the benefit of the doubt and say they're going to beat the Jets.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, if if if, if we're going to have a whole loses, segment next week on the Bills. If Buffalo loses to the Jets then you said it was time to hit the panic button well now it's time to I, I don't know, alert the press that it's it is full on full throttle panic it's, it's, mode it's full on nuclear uh, i mean nuclear yeah, yeah, warning yeah. at that point yeah, it's it's defcon 5 up in here if or one i don't know which way it goes up in <laughs> <point>. <laughs> but uh it, it, yeah it, no that that would be very very surprising but i mean i didn't expect them to ever lose to the jaguars no, especially nine to six Ugh, not God, what an ugly in game. a million
0: years uh, another game that I feel like is gonna be rather I, I don't like that. I feel like these games are easy to pick. Tampa Bay at
1: Washington Taylor.
0: um I know you have this fetish for the Washington no, football. Team. Not anymore.
1: I'm over it, I'm uh, over it.
0: but uh Tampa it, uh, no, they're not gonna lose to the Washington <laughs> football team. I'm sorry, I don't even think we need to break this down. they're they're just that's not happening.
1: It could happen. It's not stop it. No, it's I'm not picking going. the bucks though. I no, actually, I, I already wrote it down. I happy. you didn't even have to say it. I wrote it down. Um <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady, if if it's not Lamar Jackson, it's Tom Brady for MVP. So there's that. Dallas hosts the Atlanta Falcons next week. Cordero
0: Patterson has looked good. The Falcons went into uh, New Orleans and beat the Saints, albeit against Trevor Simeon. Um, but Dallas lost to Denver at home. Now they host the Atlanta Falcons. We talked about Dallas potentially hitting a second half slide.
1: Is Atlanta one of those teams that's going to knock them down another peg? I. I can't see it happening. I mean, I guess I can, cause I just lost, but I, I would think that something was off with Dak and the time, like you were saying the timing or whatever else, but I think that they'll get back to what they were doing, doing Cowboys things. And, um, I, I think <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think it'll probably be a close game. Uh, I think I would bet on the Falcons to cover. It's only in a nine point spread. Um, just because i don't believe in the cowboys i think it's been shown that Diggs is a guy who like he's good in situations but you can also pick on pick on mm-hmm. him at times yeah. and i think that you know cordell patterson and kevin ridley the, the the falcons will definitely work to to do that and put up some points in this game
0: yeah I, I mean i have a hard time believing dallas is going to lay another egg like that um against the falcons the falcons aren't very good they took advantage of a Saints team that's pretty banged up so I, I'm gonna go Dallas as well especially at home not that it's a huge advantage when Dallas is at home because half the stadium is filled with the other team's fans every week but I'm gonna go Dallas there uh let's go to Saints Titans uh and it's we assume that Trevor Simeon is gonna start there's some rumblings that Taysom Hill might but this is just a team that without Jameis, i mean really eliminates a good shot of this team competing um on a weekly basis especially against the titans team that's really feeling themselves right now they just keep cranking out the impressive wins taylor their last three wins are the rams colts uh and chiefs so and then they beat the ravens too so really the last four games that this titans team is feeling themselves right now so for me to sit here and say they're going to lose to the saints, that's just not going to happen. In my opinion, I'm going, I'm going Titans.
1: Yeah. And I, I do believe that the, the Titans defense is just, it's just too good right now. And especially if it, the saints, you know, Trevor Simeon or wh- whoever the quarterback happens to be um, I think they're going to be overwhelmed. I mean, they made like uh Stafford look, you know, like you said, horrible. Jared Goff, like Jared Goff. So yep. I, I I, think that, I mean, if they can do that to Stafford and that Rams offense, then they can do it to anyone and defense travels. And I, I think that, well, they don't need to travel their home, but <laughs> they're, they're going to beat the Saints. I think the Titans are rolling right now and they look like one of the best teams in the AFC as much as I hate, hate, hate to say that. Sure. Uh,
0: does Jacksonville have another one in them? Are they gonna upset no. the Colts at home?
1: No, All right, no. I, I, I had to ask. No, no. Jonathan Taylor will run for another hundred yards. That'd be like seven games in a row. No, no, no. I don't know if anybody. If they sees do my... again, I I know that the Bills just lost to them,
0: but I don't know <laughs> if anybody sees my camera right now. But uh, Otis and the cone is making an appearance. <laughs> he had his leg surgery a couple weeks ago and he still has the stitches are out but the cone is on as you all can see
1: he's looking at you with such disgust
0: uh, he, well it's uh it's a dinner time so
1: uh no. so,
0: <laughs> he's Look gotta wait him, to, he's like, gotta hey, wait to the hey, end of the
1: show sorry hey, bud
0: um sir, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry <laughs> feed me um if Jacksonville's not the worst team in football, and they likely could be, uh, but t- Detroit's I mean, probably even yeah. worse. At that def- certainly Let's
1: let's go. Don't, with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean Detroit is bad. Bad. Led by Jared Goff, they're heading yeah, into halfway Pittsburgh.
1: Halfway to zero
0: and sixteen. Sure are, and they head to Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh, now. Pittsburgh's defense is really really good. Pittsburgh's offense is doing enough. Um, I, I, look. I'll wait till Detroit wins a game for me to consider them winning a game again. I may never pick Detroit this year. Uh so um <laughs> I I'm don't know go. why
1: you would. Like all evidence points to you not picking. They've lost all eight games. Like they are they're on track to be the first team ever to be seven oh and seventeen. Um because of the the Wow, yeah. Fun fact. Fun yeah, fact. they could. They could do it. They could set a record. Make first, history. Congratulations team. <laughs>
0: Tank for Kayvon uh, Thibodeau. I'm going to
1: pick the Steelers. I don't love the Steelers, even though they, I mean, at this point are one of the top teams in the AFC. It's weird. I don't know. The AFC is so weird. I don't don't know what to think of it. Yes, he is um, fucked,
0: man. It, yeah, it is no, just,
1: and it's it's so bad. I like, not I, I don't normally know. Besides the Titans, I, other than the Titans, I don't know who should be in what order. I mean, the Ravens obviously are up there, but like even they have dropped games that they should have. Yeah. They got destroyed by the Bengals, and then the Bengals went out and lost to the Jets. Uh, no, if you ask me, who I thought the Browns would be destroyed making, the Bengals? It was weird. If you thought like
0: and the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens aren't innocent either. I mean, they they've they've got oh, they've I mean. lost a couple games that that. They shouldn't yeah, they got, have they got, either.
1: They got destroyed by the Bengals 41 to 17.
0: Yeah. So and then the that, Bengals
1: turned around and lose to the Jets. And Next Tennessee, week. you
0: have reservations about that offense longevity-wise without Derek Especially Henry. Without Derek Henry so
1: Derrick Henry he sucks the identity of their offense so much so that he was one of the front runners for MVP. Yes, as a he running was running back, which is insane. Like that doesn't happen very often.
0: Last one to do is AP. Um yep. Browns at Patriots. We talked about the Bill struggles. The Patriots are starting to really turn it on and they are breathing down the Bill's neck for first place. Uh, But Cleveland looks impressive, Um, especially what they did with Cincinnati. They're getting healthier. Um, I'm going to take Cleveland on the road on this one. I think the Patriots are, are doing better but I I don't think they're at that level yet. Like you still have a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones. You still don't have much of an explosive offense. Cleveland's getting healthier. They found their identity again. They have one of the best defenses in all of football. I'm going, I'm going Cleveland. All
1: right. Well, this is going to be the first one that we differ on because I actually, uh, did a little, uh, uh, lock of the week for Trav and Rigney show. Another great show on our, uh, on our network here at Godzilla Media, check them out. They're some cool guys. And uh, I did my lock of the week, and my lock of the week was the Patriots. I didn't, I didn't pick them so much so as I thought that they were the absolute lock of the week. Like I could have picked, you know, you know, the Steelers. I was gonna say, like I was to say, how is this a lock? Oh no, I mean... no, it it, 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 to make it more challenging, like Trav, he picks like games that are under six uh, for the spread, okay. and uh, and Rigney picks an underdog. Yeah, because, well, one when... like lock of the week. When they asked me to do it a couple of weeks ago,
0: it was when the uh, somebody was playing Houston. Uh, was it the Rams week? It might have been the Rams week. I'm
1: like, Rams, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Rams. So, I, so I made it. So I made it more fun. I tried to pick a harder game, a game that was basically a toss up. Um, and I, I'm picking the Patriots because I just think, you know, the Browns have been inconsistent all year long. And if there's one thing we know about Belichick and his defense is that when you have a quarterback who is not, you know, top tier elite at reading defenses, which I don't, I don't think Baker is um, when he he's limited in certain ways. And I think that Bill Belichick is the man for the job when you need someone to confuse a quarterback who isn't, you know, top of his game at reading uh, uh, defenses. And so I just think that they're going to try to force them to not run the ball as much um force baker to throw it and that he's going to make mistakes because baker that's what baker does and, oh, I'm, I'm and, not, say, I'm and the not saying the Patriots office is going to do see see enough, it. especially home team. Home team really, uh, joint Stadium can be a fierce. I'm place more just it. surprised you think it's a lot. Like
0: I had trouble. I
1: don't think it's necessarily a lot. No, no, I, just, I know I you to explained a hard it. Game. I,
0: I I know you explained it, but I, I'm just saying like I had trouble picking this game. Like I, I like I, I was com- like I was like all right, New England's going to win. No, I like
1: Cleveland. It, it, was, it was a tough game for me. But it was um, games that had less than uh six spread and like the Vikings Chargers, I didn't want any part of. You Broncos I didn't want any part of. I, I don't know. I, I I felt the most confident about the Patriots, weird enough. I think they're surging right now. They won the last three games no, in a row. Certainly, and I, they're I, certainly playing well. I think well. their defense is playing really, really well. And I think that, I mean, if there's any a quarterback that could come through that could really get, um, you know, exploited in that way, is, I, I think Baker's one of them.
0: Uh, Charger. Well, you just mentioned this. uh Chargers, Vikings. Look, the Vikings, man, I can't. I can't get a good read on the Chargers. <laughs> the Chargers were very impressive last week, and they're at yeah. home. Um, Justin Herbert right at the ship. I'm going Chargers. They're one of the better teams in the AFC this year.
1: Yeah, it's just Vikings play such weird games where they're like they were winning against Baltimore for a lot of that game, and then Baltimore just storms all. Yeah, you thought games. Baltimore was going to lose that game. Yeah, exactly. And so that seems to happen a lot with the Vikings where they're just in weird games that are close. And, you know, if it comes down to at the end like that, you don't trust Mike Zimmer. And I mean, I do trust the Chargers relatively. I mean, they've they've had some stinkers as well. But if I look at the two teams, you know, I think there's just way more talent on the Chargers side. And I think that they'll put it together, and especially them being the home team. I'm going with Chargers.
0: This game might be the battle of the backups, Taylor. Carolina at Arizona could be very well. PJ Walker versus Colt McCoy. I mean, get your popcorn yeah. ready. I, I uh, freaking
1: hope not, because I just because I have Kyler Murray in at least two leagues, and I had to start. Like Ben and I started Jordan Love.
0: Yeah, oh. it sounds it sounds like they're going to be very cautious with Kyler. He is going to be, likely be a game can. time decision against us. We, I mean, look if you go out and beat San Francisco with Colt McCoy, there's no reason to believe you can't do it with Carolina and PJ Walker. Uh, I, I, I mean, Arizona's proven that for now. I mean, long term, you're not going to be able to survive with Colt McCoy. You're just not. Well, no. um, but but like you can win right now against but right now against carolina i don't think it matters kyler or colt mccoy Arizona's going to win this one
1: yeah i mean taking arizona too they proved that through adversity uh, i mean they they lost jj watt they're playing without d hop and kyler murray and they still managed to win the game um they've won every sorts of which way the one game that they lost they probably should have won it was just a freak play at the end against like possibly the second best team in the nfc uh or the best depending on who you are yeah. um in the packers and it's just the cardinals are good there's no two ways around it you can't deny it i mean what they did last week i know it was against san francisco who maybe is not the team that we thought they'd be but still they did enough without their top their quarterback and their top wide receiver so yeah cardinals all the way plus i'm never picking the Pathers Panthers again. Birds at Broncos. (laughs) Someone's gonna have us on in their car, and they're gonna like stop at a red light, like roll down their window, just birds. (laughs) Like fuck, fuck, man. Go (laughs) birds. Eagle, (laughs)
0: eagles. (laughs) And the flower power heads out to the mile high city to take on the Denver Broncos. Oh, wow, <laughs> what got to water and fertilize? Man, we're building the
1: roots, we're building the roots. Okay, call the Eagles the power prop girls from now on.
0: It's pretty, pretty damn close. Um, <laughs> um, the Denver Broncos coming off their best win <laughs> against the Dallas Cow. Right, come on! I want. I'm hungry here. Uh, the
1: Denver Broncos.
0: Yeah, Uh, Beat beat the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think they peaked. They are banged up on defense. They will not have Pat Sertain uh, traded away. Von Miller clearly, it didn't have an impact last week. However, the Eagles are finding their identity a little bit on offense, and I think you know with what the defense is doing. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to light up the scoreboard against this Eagles defense. This kind of plays into the Eagles' hands with the soft cover, too. Um, They're going to be able to run the football a little bit with Gordon and Williams. But I think the Eagles' offense, finding its identity, running the football more, I think they're they're going to do enough to win this one out on the road. They kind of see themselves in, like, listening to the team this week, they kind of see themselves in the playoff hunt. This isn't a team that's really given giving up. They kind of see a road to the postseason, which is a scary thought, in my opinion. But they do have a path. Uh, Denver is one of those teams. They have good games. They have really bad games. I think the Seagulls team might be turning the corner a little bit. I'm going Eagles
1: yeah um man i'm really tempted to pick the broncos but i don't think i should because i don't believe that anything that they did against the cowboys was that's an anomaly, in my opinion that's an anomaly it it really is and the eagles coming to their own i mean they're averaging in the last like two weeks like close to 200 yards they might have actually if you put it all together because they're averaging 186 yards
0: yards over the last two weeks on the ground yeah so
1: that's like that's a lot that's very good that's, yeah, that's a lot. lot that's a lot without miles top, sanders <laughs> i mean your top rusher you know whether it be howard or hurts or whoever you have going like it, it, it's a running back by committee and a half because there's like five different guys who have at least 10 um yeah. and last and last week's game and it's just it's, it's been you, howard it's, it's been Boston scott kenny gainwell and then obviously yep, hurts and hurts yeah uh so
0: uh, the run game hey, got a
1: run the other day. The last game, I think. Don't, or the one before.
0: It, yeah, for like negative five yards. Don't get me started on Jalen fucking Rager. Um <laughs> could have Justin Jefferson, but no, we want Jalen Rager. <laughs> Howie Roseman. Um <laughs> Seattle at Green Bay. We're hoping I mean, we're hoping it's Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. It could very well be Geno Smith versus, versus Jordan Love. We don't really know yet. The expectation is Russell Wilson's going to play. Um, the expectation is Rodgers will be back, but neither is certain. lot in the air. Um, I'm going to s- assume, Taylor, that it's Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers when I make this pick, just for okay. context. Yeah. Um, if it's Geno Smith versus Jordan Love, I'm going Seattle. Uh-huh. So I I am I'm, I'm kinda of, so can we can we do can we do two picks here? Can we do I, if it's Geno Smith,
1: Russell? I suppose Wilson? so. So But if what it's, if it's but what, what if it's Aaron Rodgers but no Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson but no right, Aaron Rodgers? All right, so we're just we gonna do Four different thing. things. Yeah, we're we going we have to do one. <laughs> all right, I've I'm, I'm going Green Bay. <laughs> okay. I think that's a safe bet to go with, and I will probably also go with Green Bay just because I mean, even if Russ is there, Seahawks obviously have flaws and, you know, the Packers are one of the best teams. Like I just said, like either one or two in the NFC, maybe in the whole damn league, because the AFC is just a whole mess besides maybe Tennessee. Oh,
0: no, the NFC is much deeper, much oh, yeah, deeper for than sure. the AFC.
1: For sure. Like, no, that's not even a question because after Tennessee and maybe Baltimore, I don't know how you. It's a bunch of teams.
0: five and three and five and four.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so, yeah, I I, I think the Packers are going to win in this game. Uh, if they have Jordan Love, they probably won't, especially if it's Russ <laughs> versus Jordan Love. That would be rough. Uh, that would be real rough. Yeah. Uh, but maybe he looks better. I mean, that was his first game, so. Yeah. Yeah. uh I mean, the Chiefs. It's <laughs> against the Chiefs defense. That's uh, uh, uh not yeah, very I know, good. I know. So. I know. All right. Uh,
0: I'll,
1: I'll go Packers and hedge my bets anyway. But
0: there we go. All right. Uh, Sunday night football: Chiefs at Raiders out in Vegas. Um, right. I mean, the this Look, the the Chiefs look horrible. The Raiders just lost to the Giants. You've lost your two first round picks from last year's draft. Your head coach is fired that you're a dumpster fire of an organization, but the chiefs are stumbling uh, flip a coin. I'm going with the chiefs.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know it's harder gross. than it should be harder than it really should be. I mean, I look at this game in September and I'm like, chiefs, of course, you mark it down. You don't even think about it. But like I said earlier in this, in the year, I've said it a couple of times. I think that, especially in the beginning of the year when I thought that they'd be fine, I was like, I don't think I'll ever pick against the chiefs just because, you know, and here we are. Who, we're who definitely, are, I guarantee are. you and that, we're going to be picking against the chiefs at some point the second half yeah, of the year. And I haven't, I haven't picked against them yet. I neither think. have I, neither have um, I. Nope. But, and like, this is the time where it's like, now I'm tempted. I'm really tempted because I could definitely see them just laying egg, an egg against. I have the trust Raiders. issues, but uh, the Raiders are just like missing so many pieces, and they've gone through so much tur- turmoil this year, like so much controversy, and just there seems to be a dark cloud over the Raiders, and I don't know if anything will get them out of it. Besides, it's called maybe thinking
0: uh, putting a football team in Las Vegas being a good idea.
1: That's what it's called. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll go chiefs, but I hate it. I know me too. Which is I, weird. Do, I do too.
0: Uh, Monday night football is an NFC West divisional matchup between the Rams and the Niners. Look, I, I mean, both teams disappointed last week. Both teams should have won last week and got absolutely dominated on both sides of the football um, when it comes down to it though, the Rams are the better team and still one of the top teams in my opinion in all football. San Francisco's not that good. I don't think this is exactly particularly uh, a close call here. I'm going Rams.
1: Uh, yeah. I- I'd have to go Rams because the Rams are a good team. I think that they are still one of the best teams in the NFC. I just think that the Tennessee defense is just very good. And that was all that that was. I mean, Stafford still has 23 touchdowns on the year. Cooper Cup having an amazing season, especially, I mean, fantasy wise, he is far and away the MVP so far this season. Um, so yeah, I uh, I have to go Rams. I mean, the, the Niners don't look as good as we thought they would. I think they are who we thought they were. <laughs> well, well, they're let not, them off the well, not. Not who I thought. But
0: and that's why we took Danfield. Now, if you want to crowd them, then crowd their ass. <laughs> But they are who we thought they were. All right. (laughs) I'm getting hungry, man. I'm starting to get delusional. (laughs) My God. my god uh, before we go to our fantasy studs and duds I do want to give a shout out to Jared Lozier at Northeastern Insurance for more information about what he could provide you insurance wise check out his information at com. that's Jared Lozier at Northeastern Insurance at GodzillaMedia.com let's go to our fantasy studs and duds Taylor oh boy Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. There there is just this is the time of year where like your your stars are getting banged up. You don't know if they're playing each and every week. You're scree you're scrapping the waiver wire. You're praying to God somebody hits. Who are you starting this week? Who do you think you can rely on as you head down the backstretch to make that playoff push? Otis <laughs> says, "Don't screw it up." Otis <laughs> says, "If you screw it up, I'm going to poop on your computer."
1: <laughs> All right. Um I had a couple uh, I think an obvious, Really not
0: that hard of a question, Taylor.
1: I think an obvious stud <laughs> this week is Najee Harris um against oh, the absolutely. Lions um just because, you know, the Lions have given up they gave up 236 to the Eagles. That's a lot. 120 to the Vikings and 142 overall rushing yards to the Bengals. That's just the last three weeks. The only team that didn't really exploit the run game was the Rams, but they did it through the air. So um, I think that the Steelers are going to run the ball a lot. And I think Najee Harris has one of the best games of his young career.
0: I am. Go- I agree with you, um, but I am going to go with James Connor with Chase Edmonds expected to miss some time with that ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. They're playing Carolina and I'm not saying James Conner is going to get forty plus carries or anything like that or anything close to what he did uh, last week. But he's the goal line option on a high powered offense. Clearly, I mean Colt McCoy or not, he's going to get the football. Um, Even if he sees some work to Eno Benjamin, who is a pretty popular waiver wire guy this past week. Uh, Connor's going to be effective, good matchup. Panthers have allowed the fourth fewest points to the position on the year, but have been more generous in recent weeks. So don't really look at that stat because they've given up four total touchdowns to running backs in their last four games. So the production is there. I am going to go James Connor at the running
1: back position. Uh, He was the other one that I was thinking of doing. So I'm glad I didn't.
0: Yeah, and I probably would have gone something pretty damn close to Najee Harris if, if you didn't pick him. So it, it worked out in the end. Who are we sitting, Taylor? Avoid at all costs.
1: I think that it would be a bad start to start Miles Gaskin. I really do. I think oh good that... because I'm starting him. <laughs> well, if if I I made the case. Um, I think in the the loss or the week that the 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 Ravens were playing the Bengals that you shouldn't play uh, Joe Mixon and he did have 59 yards and a touchdown which overall if you take away the touchdown it wouldn't have been a great day obviously he got into the uh, the red zone uh, the touch the end zone so it it took away a little bit from that being a dud but I still believe in this Ravens uh, defense. Um, last week they allowed Dalvin Cook to have 100 yards, but that's Dalvin Cook, and I just don't think Miles Gaskins is Dalvin Cook in any means. And then, I mean, the Bengals, like I just said, he they limited Joe Mixon a lot. Um, if he hadn't had that touchdown, it would have been a terrible day for him. And then against the Chargers two, uh, three weeks ago, they allowed only 12 rushing yards total. Um, so I really do think that Miles Gaskin is a sit tonight or. Well, it would be tonight if you're listening up. Thursday. It would be tonight, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. A little I last minute dis- advice, hopefully. You Believe
0: won. it or not, I disagree. I mean, I usually I agree with you. I disagree on that. I, I'm going to start Gaskin, especially with Brissett. He's been productive, and he's been stumbling backwards into the end zone. So, I, I mean, somebody has to produce for him. Gaskin is is a guy, I think. I, I mean, they don't. They, might-
1: they, they could only score, like, six points. <laughs> Who knows? Miami's not that great.
0: No, it's not. No, they're not. But,
1: I mean, I'm sure they'll get some some garbage time, something or other, so maybe he'll salvage the day. But I just don't think he's going to have a very high day. Maybe he gets in the end zone and then you you walk away with like, you know, 10, 11, 12 points. but
0: This has been a popular guy, and I'm going to go to the wide receiver position. He's been a popular guy of late and that would be Tim Patrick of the Denver Broncos. And it's kind of the same reason why I said not to start Mike Williams. And he had one big play last week, but re- really was shut down outside of that. Um I mean, Mike the Eagles
1: are not great. Recently.
0: Right. And the, so Tim Patrick is another guy I'm looking at. The Eagles have been pretty tough against receivers this year. Keenan Allen had a good game, but that's Keenan Allen. Um, Tim Patrick is not in that court category. I, I'm sorry. Um, If I'm looking at Denver Broncos guy to start Jerry Judy would be a good option possibly, but Tim Patrick is not going to be that guy. Um, Especially with Noah Fant returning to the lineup. I I just have a feeling that Steven Nelson and or Darius, I mean, Darius Slay should be healthy as well. Um, I I just, I, I feel like, in a game where, yeah, obviously, Teddy Bridgewater throwing the football, Tim Patrick's been good, but at some point, there's going to be too many mouths to feed for a quarterback that doesn't really throw the football that well or that often, and I think Tim Pat- Tim Patrick is going to be um, kind of that odd man out. He's having a good year. He's been a good fantasy asset for a lot of the year, but this week... I would look for better options uh for sure uh before we head on out of here i do want to give a little love to the MBA. and before we even do that i want to mention our good friends up in saratoga springs that would be saving face barbershop i am going up there on friday i have a haircut appointment before i head to state college um but definitely check it out up there they they have a bunch of barbers up there four or five really good guys including our boy jeremiah uh you can online or give them a call as well they're off exit 13 n of the north way they have multiple uh they have close face shave offers they have the 30 minute shave uh Offer, uh, haircut offer as well. They have veteran offers, senior citizen discounts, uh, ch- uh, youth discounts as well. And of course, you know, just a really cool atmosphere. They offer at home services as well, but I do not recommend it. They have sports on all the time, a bunch of TVs, cool dudes to talk to as well. So definitely check them out and mention Bryson Taylor from Sports with a Z and a T as well. That's Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. Ask for Jeremiah or any of the other awesome barbers they have up there let's go to the NBA for a little bit Taylor and I want to mention our like our quick NBA like top five rankings right now Um, honestly a lot of chalk so far but some surprising options as well Uh, if you look at the current standings the you know the Heat the Sixers the Bulls uh, have been the best teams in the Easter conference and the West, the warriors are playing lights out. The jazz have been good. The Mavericks have been good. Suns are up there as well. While the Lakers Clippers teams like that have been kind of sputtering out of control. The Clippers have won five straight, so they seem to be turning it around. But uh, when you look at the power rankings Taylor, and in my opinion, and you could give your thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I, I, I don't care. It may seem a little biased, but guess what? It's not. The Sixers right at the fucking top, baby. When Tobias Harris got yanked off the court minutes before tip-off because of testing positive for COVID, um, it seemed like it was going to be a bad week for the Sixers. Not all, and now Joel Embiid has COVID as well, so they're kind of not playing up to par. But they, I mean, this bench is deep. Tyrese Maxey is turning into a sun superstar in the making. Embiid is playing at his MVP level. Obviously out for covid right now. But uh this is a team that's I mean even without their top stars almost beat the Knicks the other night, almost beat the Bucks on Tuesday night uh Sixers team as well that that I feel like is proving that they don't need Ben Simmons. So anything that they get for Ben can only help what they are uh what they could possibly do this year uh I'm gonna go with the Golden State Warriors as well I mean Mm -hmm. they're gonna get Klay Thompson at some point back as well this is just a team that just keeps on rolling they've won uh um, multiple games in a row they Steph Curry's playing well Draymond Green's playing well uh Gary Payton is playing lights out I I don't think anybody had that on their bingo card but this is a team waiting for Clay to come back playing really well. I'm going to throw your heat in there uh Taylor yeah. as well. Um Woo. Tyler Hero's playing well. Jimmy Butler's playing well. I, I, obviously, whatever the hell happened on uh Tuesday night, yeah. uh we, we we won't talk no, about talk that. About it. <laughs> um yeah, um but the heat but the heat and, and you know they they look to be uh what really hurt the Heat last year, Taylor, was they they weren't healthy. They got off to a slow start and they really couldn't rebound from it. It's a little different this year. They're playing better and they they just seem to be a little uh, more into it this year. I can't discount Brooklyn. I can't discount Brooklyn yet. Um, you know, with KD and and Harden, not uh, Harden's not really playing that well, but KD is. And then who knows what Kyrie. I mean, if Kyrie's going to come back or not this year, we we don't really know. And then I'm going to throw in the I'm going to throw in the Mavericks. I mean, I know the Jazz are playing well, but I'm going to throw in Luca. I mean, what he did against the Celtics the other
1: night? <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness no, gracious! Crazy. The dude is crazy.
0: Um, but I I, I think Luca and what the Mavs are doing. So that that is my top five right now when it comes to the power rankings: Sixers, Warriors, Heat, Nets,
1: and Mavericks. Uh, mine's going to be similar, but slightly different. Um, I do give a lot of credit for Philadelphia with what they're doing. Um, especially because they're facing so much adversity because they all, they have the Ben Simmons crap hanging over their head yeah. and like Toby going out and everyone playing with their B team basically is still winning that game. Uh, or, no, they didn't win that game, but they
0: almost—they did. did. They uh, they almost did. They almost—they they were leaving it Came down the line. last thirty seconds. Yeah.
1: They, it came down the last
0: thirty seconds. They look. They were down six guys against the Bucks. Six yep. guys. I mean, it was very hard to do. I it. I've been impressed with the coaching job Doc Rivers has done, and this team is buying in. They're proving they don't need Ben. The younger guys are stepping up, and this is a team. Once they're back, once I mean, I hope nothing but the best for Embiid. Apparently, COVID is kicking his ass. Um, Toby should be back soon, but this is a Sixers team. Once they get past this next week or two and get back, they've been playing some really good basketball.
1: Yes. And I give them all the credit in the world, but I'm going to put them at two because I have the golden state warriors at one fair, uh, fair, because I just think that they are just playing some type of way right now. Like uh, Steph Curry is doing Steph Curry's things. He's always going to do them, but putting up 45 and then 50, um, I think he broke a record because no one's done it at his age, putting up 50 mm-hmm. points. Um, but that's the thing is uh, we don't really know if ever will his game really decline because he doesn't rely so much on sheer athleticism. So as he gets older, he'll still be able to shoot. He'll still be able to shoot. And that's what he's best at. And that's why he's the best player who's ever lived at um and i think most people would agree with that and i just think the warriors right now are on another level and they're playing with such teamwork it's great to see see i, I appreciate this warriors team a lot more than when they had kevin durant i, I oh because they're them. grinding they're grinding yeah exactly and they're coming back and with all these young guys playing and then i we just just came across my phone that clay may return before christmas they're hoping maybe you know december mm-hmm. 20th or something and when he comes back whew, this team is already good and you add him in there I mean it might take them a little bit to come back into the groove of things but I think they're going to be uh well deserved of that one spot and then I have the Sixers right there and then I'll put my heat right there at 3 because mm-hmm. they're they are now they're constructed you you right they're healthy and they're getting off at a hot start which is really going to help them down the stretch um uh, but I think just the offseason moves the offseason moves to get Kyle Lowry to to bolster with uh pj tucker this team is really playing to the a- a identity of like jimmy butler and just being being gritty on defense. Yeah, that's what they and that's what they had to do they had to build around yeah. butler exactly be gritty on defense you want everyone to have his kind of uh attitude defensively and especially pj tucker is just he's just a great ad because he adds that shooting on the outside but also that toughness that not afraid to go up against anyone um and then Tyler Hero really coming into his own. A lot mm-hmm. of people were doubting him. thought that he wasn't as good as everyone hyped him up to be after he scored the youngest player to score 30 points in the Eastern Conference Final against the Celtics two years ago on their way to uh, making the finals. Um, but a lot of people thought that that was, you know, bubble, all that crap. And so it's nice to see that he is actually showing that, yeah, he can be that guy. And he's looking to get, you know, uh, Sixth man of the year looking out for it um and then after that i think i'm gonna put the jazz at
0: yeah i was close with the jazz i
1: was close with the jazz putting them in but i I left them out i think i'm gonna leave the nets out just because i know that they're good but like harden struggles and we don't know what kyrie is and, and there's only so far i would think that kevin durant can drag this team um and you know harden struggling with the new rule changes and stuff i think they can easily get back into the top five for me but right now I'm holding them out. So I'm going to put the jazz up at four and I'll put, uh, I'll put Dallas up at five. I love Luca and I love doing it. He's He's just insane.
0: I mean, honorable mention the bucks have really stumbled out of the gate, but they're starting to turn it around Chicago. I I like Chicago as well. Um, And and, and Phoenix, Phoenix is playing well, but I, I think there's a clear like top, top five, top six right now that, that, seem to be trying to separate themselves from the pack a little bit obviously the sixers record wise might it might hurt for the next week or two but when they get back and healthy um this is something that i I think is is gonna look like a pretty damn good product out there and obviously who knows what's gonna happen with ben simmons there's reports that he's interested in going to boston bye that's weird see you I don't See like that at
1: all. But no, I I, I don't either. But me. guess what? I'm over it at this point. I hate point. that fit. I hate yeah. that fit. Maybe it works for them. Um, and then you know we got the Suns in Denver. That's the only two teams I think in mm-hmm. the top ten that we didn't mention here. But Denver is relying way too much on Nikola Jokic. And yeah, they don't
0: have much depth. And like, Michael Porter is has that back injury that he's going to be out for an in indefinite yeah. period of time. Like
1: I I don't know. I like, don't have the. I'm the, concerned. Yeah, I don't have the the stat pulled up uh, right this minute, but I know through their first couple of games, they were like, you know, they were like plus 26 when Jokic played and like minus 43 when he was like off the court. And it's just like you can't just sustain that it's, yeah. it's unfathomable I, I mean people want to mention the wizards right now they're off to a
0: pretty damn good start yeah. harrell has been good off the bench kuzma has four double doubles bradley beal sure uh but i don't think it's sustainable i'm not gonna sit here and say that the wizards are gonna maintain their success uh in the eastern conference that is very very good the knicks are what they are at this point <laughs> i'm just going down the list i, I look I, we told you our concerns about the Lakers um, that. um <laughs> I, I don't I don't I just don't see the fit. Uh, and then obviously as you go down the list, uh some of the really, really bad teams out there, the Pelicans, Pistons, Rockets, Magic.
1: Um, um but I, anywho. I, I was gonna say, uh you know I like to partake in uh playing my PS5. I was playing uh NBA 2K the other day. Uh, and I went to like play online and you get like the tiers of the yep, teams. Yep. Yep. They have the Knicks in the top tier. They're over a 90 overall. No. <laughs> and like, I mean, the, the Knicks have been good, but like. They're not fun like, to play with on 2K. Like, no, they're not. Chicago definitely should have been higher. Chicago's still a tier two team along with uh, the Mavericks. So I was like, what? Why are you giving so much love to the Knicks? I mean, I know they played well in the beginning of the season, but damn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh- I I really don't understand the love for the Knicks, but that's neither here nor there. That is another jam-packed episode of Sports with a Z and a T. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning in. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Sports underscore Podcast, as well as myself and Taylor's personal accounts at ZPrice21 and at TLATS with two T's and two S's. You can obviously find our episode, this episode, And every episode of Sports with the Z on Apple, Spotify, and or YouTube. And of course, we are sponsored by Mohawk Honda, Johnstone Supply in Troy, and Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. We are presented by Godzilla Media, and we'd like, uh, once again, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, you like you comment, you reply, you interact with us on Twitter and all that fun jazz. And we'll make sure to respond to you guys as well. We do love the interaction of our fans, and obviously it makes for some even better content. For Taylor, I am Bryce. Stay safe out there. We will catch you next week.
1: See you.